Mutiny Radio, make some noise! I had this whole chant about how let's get off our phones, get in the zone, and tell our jokes, and everybody is already off of their phones. You guys are awesome! Yeah! Clap for yourselves some more! Not the people outside, though. Them don't clap for, because you guys are the real loyal. Just when they come in, don't laugh at any of their jokes. I'm lying, laugh at all of their jokes, laugh at everything, regardless of whether it's funny, so the people enjoy themselves, I guess. We're just gonna have a bunch of really terrible comedians, aren't we? We're just gonna support each other too much, and then nobody's gonna be good at doing this. Uh, I am Kaiser Lieb. Pam Benjamin is back there. She is running the shit out of Mutiny Radio. I love it. Uh, what else? Oh, put money in the jar. Um, I have some shows coming up. If you're on any of them, I have flyers for you, so come get a flyer from me. And, oh, 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 what's the difference between me and you guys? What? You're going to tell jokes tonight, guys. You're going to tell jokes, and I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, the first person who is going to tell you jokes tonight hosts an open mic here. Uh, I, uh, he's, he, I would call him a lowercase Kind of a human being, personally, but that's not his name. Ladies and gentlemen, make it nice and loud for Capitol Pilcrow! Kaiser Lieb, everybody. Give it up one of many times tonight for Kaiser Lieb. Um, I don't need a haircut. I need an afro. It would solve all my problems. Um... Also, I think I might need to be circumcised. Um, I didn't know about lotion for like the first three years I was jacking off. So now it's, that's three years of friction, bro. My shit is beat. Like every time I touch it now, shit just starts, it's ashy. It's like, you know when you don't put lotion on your arms for a week and then you go like that and then ash is just fucking all over your carpet. That's my dick. Um, so now I'm washing my bathroom floor once a week. I don't got that much money for OxyClean. I think I might just invest in a circumcision. It's like like a snake shedding its skin. Back to beautiful. I don't know how they're gonna bandage it afterwards though. I'm a little worried about that. My name is Capital. Not, if you ask my mother. Um, that's her fault, though. She had her chance. Then I beat her. That's capitalism. <laughs> if she wants to come up with something better, I'll be happy to take it, but it's going to be hard to come up with something cooler than capital P. Um, and don't, don't tell me capital ain't cool. I know it's cool. I stole it from black people. I didn't, okay, I didn't steal it. I've never, I've never met a black person named Capital. But I've never met a white person named after money. I've met white, met, shit. There's money named after white people. No white person named after money. How y'all feel about that New Zealand shooting? Pro, con, con, generally. It's probably the safe opinion, San Francisco. Um, New York Times had an article saying this shooting was especially tragic because the shooter killed people of all ages. Just went into a mosque, started killing babies, old people, anybody he could find. But I feel like that's, that might even be less tragic, you know? 
Like, wouldn't it be worse if you went in there and said, I want Muslims and I only want the old ones? Because then he's not only like religious, religionist, religious, something, you know what I mean. He's also ageist. And that is double offensive to my San Francisco mannerisms. Double offensive. Uh, I don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> don't take my advice, don't do nothing. Don't take anybody's advice, actually, unless, unless you ask for it. Um, especially, don't, don't take advice from broke people. <laughs> that's generally a good rule of thumb. You're going to end up broke. Uh, that's, okay, broke people are good at some things. That's, that's a lie. Broke people are great at fixing shit. Broke people are great at... Better at comedy. Um... I'm gonna leave it with this. I was riding in the Uber on the way here, and I was thinking, I kept seeing triangles. And it got me thinking, how do you, how do you find the area of a triangle? And I figured it out, you just, you cut it in half. And then I realized, I can find the angle, or the area of any triangle right now. I'm a fucking genius, I just figured this shit out by myself. <laughs> I am fucking brilliant. And then I remembered in geometry class in high school, we had to test where we had to find the areas of all the shapes. So I got one question on the test figured out. <laughs> all by myself. <laughs> Fuck high school. Give it up. Once again, one of many times for Kaiser Leave, everybody. Capitol Bill Gross started off strong, talking about people getting murdered. I uh, I recently started giving people unsolicited advice. So far, it's been going really well for me. A lot of people have actually actually accepted it and told me thanks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian is one of my favorites. He runs a great room over at a bar called OMG. You should come check it out Sundays and Tuesdays. Make it nice and loud for John Gallagher. <laughs> Thirty-one. So of course it's time to get into memes and gaming. You know what I mean? That's the time for that. Uh, I started playing my old favorite video game, Goldeneye. You guys like Goldeneye? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a good game. Remember uh, my favorite mode to play in uh, Goldeneye was uh, the Golden Gun mode, right? Because the Golden Gun was one-shot kills. And you think about that, you're like, uh, that's every gun. You know, if you shoot somebody in the right place, if you shoot somebody in the face with any gun, that is a golden gun. It's just equally as effective, you know? It's like it's a guy holding up his gun. He's like, ah, it looks gold now. You're like, cool, I guess. All right. It's great. Um, I mean, the, it, the people are talking a lot about murders. Some in the air because I got a lot of murder-heavy stuff too. So let's keep talking about it, you know? Um, I think it's cool that they want to give teachers guns. You know, that's a really smart idea. You want to just give a guy, like, you know, makes no money, just on the, the edge of mental collapse, just give him a fucking weapon for murder, you know? Just just hit the 300th time he's hitting the back of the head with a paper airplane. Just give him weapons, you know? Uh, the thing is, though, I heard that, and uh, never have I wanted to become a teacher more, you know? It's just like, fuck, a gun and government assistance? That rules, okay? That's amazing. And that's why I'm a substitute teacher now. You know, that's what you do. That's why I'm teaching the children. And uh, yeah, it's just a cool idea just to have a gun in the classroom. <laughs> I don't know. 
like the idea of like that's what a, what a cool disciplinary tool you know you're sitting there like well nobody's listening you just take out your revolvers put in a single bullet and just start spinning the chamber you know over and over again just wheeling that thing around the room moving it because you know it's like we want to talk about molding young minds what better way to mold young minds than to mold them off the back of the classroom wall huh you know you know just after you shoot them in the face you know, you won't learn. You won't learn too many lessons in my uh, classroom. The one lesson you will learn: respect. It's very important to me because I have a fucking gun pointed at you. Was <laughs> good. I am worried about like in schools though. I'm worried about like uh, school shootings, like being murdered. Because I'm like, I don't care about any of these children. I don't want to die. Fuck. You're going to be all in front of me if anybody starts shooting. But then the other week, uh, one of the classmates, uh, like one of the kids in the class, stabbed another teacher in the face with scissors. Uh, and you're like, you know, I think these kids got it covered. You know, just make sure to stay on these kids' good sides. I think we'll be okay. Um, what is there something else? I don't want to do that joke now. Oh, wearing a jacket, slumpy shoulders. Come back from uh, uh, another job. At work, uh, work only dumb jobs. Raise your hand if you think you have a dumber job than me. Okay, what, what do you got? What do you do? Work at McDonald's, pretty dumb job. Fair. Okay, cool. Selling burgers, what do you got? Advertising. I mean, it's not a dumb job. I, well, I guess it is. Just, you're just selling people what they want, you know, creating a new future for them. You know, it sounds all right. I, I'll tell you what I do, right? I do, a, I'm a Segway tour guide, and I think that's a pretty dumb fucking job, okay? That's what I do as well, substitute teaching, Segway tour guide. Just lop off the careers with the S's, and I'm sad. It'll be Snake Master soon or something. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the 31 operate children's toys professionally and been very good at it. Uh, sometimes you, you, the people that take Segway tours are dorks. I don't know if you know that. You're a fucking loser if you do Segway tours because people pay upwards of $100 or cross oceans to hang out with me. And that's lame, dude. That's really lame. Uh, I'll give you an idea. Like sometimes people say really sad stuff on Segway tours. Like I'm wrapping up the tour the other day and I do a great job because again, 31 year old man operating a children's toy. I'm very good at this. And this guy just pulls me aside. He's like, John, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. That Segway tour you just took us on. That was the greatest thing I've ever done. (laughs) And I've lived in San Francisco for five years. And you're like, Ooh. I'm glad you guys is everybody feeling that same feeling of just emptiness and sorrow is taking over your body that's how you should feel when somebody makes direct eye contact and tells you the saddest thing in the world because <laughs> if a Segway tour is in the top five you should just kill yourself honestly that should just be it and here as a Segway representative I'll just give you a fucking Segway just to take that thing off the closest bridge okay you know <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you die, at least your death is a better metaphor and with more meaning than your life ever was, you know? People just see you careening off the Golden Gate. They're like, wow, technology really did ruin this beautiful city. Jesus, looks like Icarus scooted a little too close to the sun. It's not good. A minute, weird laugh, I'll take it. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Keep it going for John Gallagher, guys. How funny is he? Your next comedian, also one of my favorite people. My favorite thing to do lately is get drunk and talk about how much I like him. And it's, it, honestly, it's a little weird. Ladies and gentlemen, make it nice and loud for Victor Trevino.
No more details, Kaiser? <laughs> Kaiser likes me a lot. That's all I need from, from this set, honestly. I feel good now. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about toxic masculinity. It's a very serious subject. It's a thing, right? I know it's a thing uh, because uh, I'll give you an example of it. When guys are in the bathroom together and they're both at the urinal at the same time, for some reason I feel like I have to pee harder than the next guy. <laughs> and it doesn't stop until we're, one of us finishes first. <laughs> it's a game that we play. They also, uh, I'm gonna move on from that one. Feeling a weird energy. Can I get some eye contact? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> What's that on your shirt, sir? It's a little Z that looks like a money sign. What is that? Is that a Z coin? How much is that worth now? Uh, I think it's about $12. How much? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. We're going to move on. Doing crowd work. We're doing good here. Yeah. I like your rain boots, ma'am. like your Wilco hoodie. Hate your baseball cap. <laughs> I actually don't care. I don't really like baseball. Uh, let's do some jokes. Uh, they say uh, asparagus makes your pee smell funny, but it uh, still ends up tasting the same. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, the older I get, the kinkier my taste buds are. Like I need the food to hurt when I eat it. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm hungry, I like watch other people eat food. Get this scan with anybody? Do you do this yourself? I feel like I need to... Okay, fuck it. Um, you know, like, uh, antidepressants will make you happy, but they will suppress your erections. Another classic prank. <laughs> <laughs> By Big Pharma, right? <laughs> like, who drafted that deal? Sounds like a... Like, you, you could be happy, but you're not allowed to have an erection. Sounds like a deal with the devil. That's where I'm going with this joke. Eventually it'll get there. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not very fun at parties. Uh, my go-to move at a dance party is to like fake sick. <laughs> so to excuse my low energy, you know? Is ever, anybody ever do that? <laughs> like usually I'm more gregarious, but I'm just sick right now. <laughs> I think I'm gonna head home early. <laughs> God, I had a, I didn't get much sleep last night. That's another one I do. I got plenty of sleep. I just don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> um, you ever like lie to someone when you first meet them because you didn't think they were gonna become your friend, <laughs> <laughs> and now they were, they're definitely gonna find out. <laughs> I first started my job, I told everybody I could do a kickflip. <laughs> it's been three months. They keep bringing up skateboarding. <laughs> the New Year's, it ha I had it happen to tell them before New Year's, and so my resolution was to learn how to do a kickflip. <laughs> but I just pivoted and uh, I decided to find a new job. That's my new resolution. <laughs> it's not going to happen. My boss, uh, my boss is finding out that I'm not a hard worker, 
which is, uh, it's actually not that impressive that he figured that out because we're at a company of eight people. <laughs> I mean, it must have been clear for a long time that one of us eight aren't pulling their weight, right? <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was working so hard that he bought me a wrist rest for Christmas, <laughs> which is a little pillow for your poor little wrists. <laughs> Like, in his mind, he thought I was typing so fucking hard, my wrist started to hurt. <laughs> he was like, Rick, Victor could use a pillow for that wrist. Uh, don't eat ass. That's actually something that I want to address the room on. I don't eat ass. You got to stop saying it. Can, okay? I just have halitosis, guys. <laughs> my breath smells bad. Okay, I'm Victor Trevino. Thanks a lot. Keep it going, Victor Trevino. I want to try something, and I don't know whether it's going to work, but we're going to try it anyway. Are we okay with that? Yeah. Make it nice and loud for Dan Aguinaga. Thank you, Kaiser, for trying to get the energy back in the room. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Good? Cool. I was having a chat with my best friend today. Uh, he's a gay man. And uh, I like to ask him questions if I were gay, you know, like, like how I would fare as a gay man. And today I asked him, uh, how would I do or what would my title be if I was a gay man? Which tribe would I be a part of? You know how they have those tribes, right? They say the, what, the, there's bears, those are the big and hairy ones. Uh, otters are skinny bears. I don't know if anyone knows that for all the woke straight people in the audience. And uh, then there are twinks who are annoying. So, um, so I asked him like, which one am I? And without hesitation, he just goes, mm, power twink. Power twink? Really, I'm in the twink family? He was like, yeah, because like, you kind of have a twinkish build, but you're a little bit more muscular than that. I'm like, I don't know, man. Power Twink just sounds like a gayer version of Twink. <laughs> right? Like, it sounds like, I don't know. He was like saying like, yeah. And I'm like, is it like Power Bottom? He's like, no, Power Bottom could be any type of tribe, but they all take it in the butt. Like, you're a Power Twink. Like, you take it in the butt, but you take it with like authority. So I like reverse rape people? Is that what you're telling me? Do I just like hop on unsuspecting dicks and just gyrate? Is that what a Power Twink does? I think I'd just regular, rather be a regular twink, you know? Regular twinks just seem like people who are just like, hey, I happen to be short and small, so I gotta take it in the butt, you know? So that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. So uh, that was that. Watched a, a really good gay movie the other day uh, called Call Me By Your Name. Does anyone know this movie? Yes. Call Me By Your Name. Has anyone seen it? It's a really good movie, right? Super good movie. For those of you who haven't, um, how can I describe it to you? Uh, think of Brokeback Mountain but if the mountains were Italian? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm aware of how ignorant of a statement that is, especially coming from a straight guy. I'm just trying to point out to you fine woke people that uh, that's how all straight people describe all gay movies. <laughs> kind of like Brokeback Mountain, but blank. <laughs> kind of works every time if you think about it. Like, uh, let's go through some, uh, like Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Kind of like Brokeback Mountain, but really good soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. 
another recent one, uh, Moonlight, right? That's a famous gay movie, Moonlight. Kind of like Brokeback Mountain, but you know, urban. Yeah. Works for uh, non-gay movies too. Works for a couple of straight movies, like uh, Love Actually. Kind of like Brokeback Mountain, but like a little gayer. <laughs> yeah, Love Actually, that's the gayest movie in, in history, I think. It's a good one though. Uh, yeah, so anyways, I was watching Call Me By Your Name with uh, two of my straight friends, actually, you know, just classic hetero hang. And uh, there's a scene in the middle of the movie where uh, Army Hammer's character and Timothy Chalamet's character, they, uh, they're hooking up, you know, making love. And it's a beautiful scene, uh, but in the middle of the scene, one of my straight friends just goes, ugh, I could never do that. Really? You could never just... <laughs> make out and fake fuck a man for millions and millions of dollars? <laughs> I mean, I'd real fuck Kaiser for rent control. <laughs> I'd real fuck this guy for uh, Hamilton tickets. <laughs> I'd real fuck most people for Hamilton tickets. Yeah, but I'm a sick fuck, you know? I'm a, I'm a big sicko. Got a sick mind. I just, I, I, I miss the days when all I needed to get rock hard was like a boob. Right, remember those good old days, guys? Yeah, now I just need so much more. You know, I'm 33, I need, I need, some, I need some love, and I need like a, like a belt around my neck and a finger in my pucker hole just to, just to get a half chub even, not even a full. Yeah, and that's not to discount half chubs, by the way. I love a good half chub, you know? Because uh, I know everyone's talking about how boners are all the rage these days, but half chubs are nice because they just make your dick look big but yet soft, you know? I love that. They're perfect for dick pics. It's like... Yeah, whenever I send a dick pic, like, I'm not going to, like, do it with a full flaccid dick. Are you crazy? I'm a grower. I can't do that. I need to, like, Tom Cruise my dick and make it look bigger on screen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm a sick fuck, though. I, uh, actually, I, hit a, um, I did a new thing last week. I jerked off to my first black dick. Not just, like, a picture of a black dick. That I, like, nothing like that. It was my first interracial porn with a black man in it. And um, nothing against black dicks, by the way. I don't know why it took so long. I actually hear they're quite lovely. Uh, I actually, on second thought, I don't think I've ever heard a singular complaint about a black dick in my entire life. Seriously, I think if they were on Yelp, it would just be like five stars, you know? Like, sir, I can't tell. You look like you might be able to help me out with this. Are, do you have a black penis? No, nice brown one. Nice. Okay, cool. I just wanted to ask because I didn't want to profile, you know? All right, thanks a lot. <laughs> Keep it going for Dan Aguinaga. I like, I like how in porn, the nope, you didn't do that version of that joke. Never mind. Keep it going for Dan Aguinaga. <laughs> you should riff on the versions of jokes that people actually do. Dan, what's the next name on that list? Uh, it is Jack Ferguson. Jack Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Um, I used to play football, and when I tell people that, usually they ask me uh, if I've had concussions before. And I hate that question, because honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> um, I got on Tinder and Pokemon Go at the same time, and I feel like I started confusing the apps. You know, like I would, uh, I would match with a redhead, and be like, oh, nice, Charizard. Or, uh, you know, I would, I would see that a girl said in her bio that she was a vegan. I'd be like, oh, fuck, she's a Bulbasaur. Um, 
I saw a uh, I saw a conference for women the other day, and they were talking about how women need to help each other in the workplace and build each other up instead of being so competitive, which I think is important. But I think it's funny to think about what that conference would look like for men. Like if we all got together and we're like, hey guys, listen, we gotta stop helping each other. People are getting pissed off. We need to let other people in. I know, I know, I know. We're gonna have to be more secretive about our farts, but uh, (laughs) all right, never mind. Let's see what else. Oh, uh, I saw a tweet the other day, and this girl was saying that she had been gifted from her family uh, two tasers to help herself be protected from uh, from people who want to sexually assault her. But she's never seen someone gift a man a book that will help him dismantle rape culture within himself. And that's true, right? But I just feel like that would be kind of a shitty gift. You know? <laughs> Like, hey, man, happy birthday. Um, I feel like you could really use this book. You know, I feel like you would really benefit from reading it. Because not only, like, a guy gifting another guy a book about how not to rape someone is like a woman gifting another woman a book about how to lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Fuck AirPods. I think AirPods are stupid. Yeah, great transition, right? Uh, (laughs) I think AirPods are stupid. They're more expensive than regular headphones, and they're less useful. You're really likely to lose one of them. In my mind, buying a pair of AirPods is like buying two monocles instead of a pair of glasses, you know? Um, All right, that's all I'm going to do. Thank you. Going for Jack Ferguson. I felt. I just. I felt. I felt bad about laughing at that. Well, I laughed, but I felt bad. that was the no it was a meme. I was no Kaiser. Don't laugh at that joke. Uh, the, give, give me going for Jack. That was great, guys. Giving time back to the room. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian has always been one of my favorites, but man, he is on turbo mode lately. He is like the Tesla with the super speed button that they introduced. Holy shit. I want you to make it nice and loud for Matthew Quirk. Give it up for that incel who's hosting the (laughs) Mutiny Radio here this week. Anyway, too bad John left. I wanted to rub in his face how I have a way cooler job than he does, man. I'm a roller skate instructor. A couple thousand percent more cool than Segway bullshit. Anyway, uh, anyway, time for your weekly news update, guys. Uh, so anyone here know, kept up on the uh, bar report, on the Mueller report? Anyway, yeah. Uh, they called it a tie, right? Like, none of this. None of, a tie? A fucking tie? Dude, that's why we hate soccer. A fucking tie? This is America. Wins and losses, man. Anyway, it, uh, it gave Kellyanne Conway a chance to crawl out of her crypt and uh, chirp in on reality. Uh, and uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you hear a name like Shalandra Kwan or Jermondra Quay, right? That's like a black name, right? But then you hear a name like Kellyanne, like Kellyanne Conway. That's a meth name, right? I mean, she's got the meth hair and the meth skin, and she fucking talks like a meth head. 
and she is one crystal methamphetamine girl. A long walk, I'll give you that. Anyway, keeping up with the news, windmills cause cancer, guys. Yeah, clean coal, dirty windmills. It's those greenhouse gases, I suppose. Uh, anyway, uh, Trump says that if you live anywhere near a windmill, the, the property value goes down by 85%. And I would just like to thank God for the Altamont Pass. I mean, there's windmills there, you see. Could you imagine if the price was 85% higher around here? Nobody? You guys are totally unfamiliar with real estate prices <laughs> around here? Anyway. Anywho, somebody should remind President Quixote that uh, tilting against windmills is a fucking allegory for delusion and shit. <laughs> for God's sakes. Anyway, speaking of which, uh, President Trump, in his furtherance of his great genius, he wants to close the border to all the, uh, the Mexican countries that are, that was reported by Fox News of the three Mexican countries that were sending all those caravans. Anyway, you libtards really jumped on them about that, and I think you guys know that uh, that was just a typo, right? They meant shithole countries. <laughs> shithole. Or as they say, chitole countries in the political realms. Chateaule is the proper pronunciation. Anyway, Trump also wants to get rid of judges. Did you read about this? That's the, yeah. Nothing says innocent like getting rid of all the judges, right? Nothing. <laughs> Straight line logic right there, boy. Anyway, uh, in keeping with all the great news that's been going on, Alabama wants to pass uh, a new abortion law that the nickname is the death sentence for women. Women will get 10 to 99 years for having an abortion. How the fuck is that pro-life? I mean, could someone explain that to me? Anyway, all these abortion punishments, they're so women-centric, aren't they? What about something for the guys, right? Where's their sentence in all this? And I think every politician who believes in these laws, uh, they should wear that sock they have uh, under the bed. You know what sock I'm talking about. They should wear it like they should wear it proudly like like their politics, like a really sticky ascot or a very fucking crusty kerchief or something, you know? Anyway, ladies, uh, if you ever wonder where that random sock is in the laundry, it's men's evening wear. Uh, anyways, it me or this president make every fucking day feel like April Fool's, right? I mean, every fucking thing, April Fool's after April Fool's is just nonstop. Okay, in closing, I would like to say uh, I am glad to hear that some of the testimony against Michael Jackson has turned out to be lies. Uh, I don't think you guys realize how much the boycott on Michael Jackson's music has affected the roller disco community. <laughs> I mean, we were just left with the Jackson 5 at that point. That's not nearly enough. All right, see how that brought it all around? All right, good to Keep it going for my friend Matthew Quirk. I like that guy so much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I also look forward to liking your next comedian. He was very verbose with his explanation of how he was going to get here and where he lives and everything. And I was like, dude, just 
just write 12. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to make it nice and loud for Tristan Alvarado. What's happening, everyone? Hope everyone's doing good today. So I'm just starting my second week at a kiosk in Costco. And let me tell you, trying to sell solar panels to people while they're shopping at Costco is a lot like trying to pick flies with chopsticks. It's just fucking impossible. Not even Mr. Miyagi wants to do that bullshit for eight hours a day. Fuck no. The worst part is my job expects me to pitch to everyone. I'm not fucking doing that. It's fucking rude. Goddamn. Got these elderly people literally dying in their chair while they're at Costco. I'm not bothering them with it. I'm not doing it. The worst is the families. You know, the kids got two kids in the cart. Three of them are running around like Costco. Jimmy's over on the furniture about to crack his head and Sarah's talking to the guy with the weird lollipop. (laughs) I'm not gonna bother them. It's just not worth it. Fuck that, hell no. And especially the five o'clockers. You know, you get off of work, you go into Costco, you wanna get your dinner, and you wanna get the fuck out. I don't bother people past 4.45. I just stand there and say hello, good day, have a good evening, good night. That's it. The prime time are the brunch time people, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Because if you have time for fucking brunch, you probably have great credit and own your goddamn home. Those are the people that I'm gonna bug the shit out of. Not everyone else, fuck that. But I do have a little trick on how I pick people out. It's called racial profiling. (laughs) Yes, yes. Because the white people, I'm not gonna bother them. I really think that they just don't wanna hear my shit. They think I'm a young dude who's into solar. I just need a job, man. Just trying to do my job. Mexican people like myself, we don't own a home. We rent, so they're all out. The bread and butter people are the Indian people, because all of the Indian people work in Silicon Valley, most likely own their home, have great credit, and love to go solar to save on their tax money, 30% off. They love that shit, but it's not gonna surprise me when I lose my job, it's not. They really should give my job to a robot. A robot will be enthusiastic eight hours a day, all day, every day, and take no fucking break. Me, 30 minutes in, I'm already taking my first 10 minute break. Cause fuck that. (laughs) I'm not doing all that. But yeah, these robots are gonna be fucking sick. They're gonna be fucking awesome. And I'm stoked to have them. The ones I'm most excited about are these sex robots. These sex robots are gonna be the shit. And that's for all genders, for everyone, for females, Male sex robot will see you when you got your hair done, notice when you get your nails done, will massage your feet after a long day, no problem. (coughs) Best part about a male sex robot is interchangeable parts. If you wanna get crazy, you can get a dragon dick, a monster dick, anything. I don't know about anyone in here, but I don't have a vibrating penis like a robot would. That would be pretty fucking sweet. For female robot, or male sex robots, no, 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 shit. For males who want a female sex robot, she won't cheat on you with your little brother or divorce you and take half your shit. I don't think that anything else needs to be said about that. And the best part about all of these robots is, is if they start to get a little bit mouthy, you can return them with the warranty and get a new motherfucker, no goddamn problem. It's all good. 
That's my time. My name's Tristan Alvarado. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try another chant. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? Let me just kill the energy extra hard so that I can make sure that if there is any. Sweet Caroline. Good times never feel so good. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna work on that a little bit, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian, Aaron Lewis. All right, folks. Happy Friday. Yeah. I oh, that didn't hurt me at all because I'm a fucking pro wrestler. Okay. Again, who's stoked for fucking WrestleMania this week? Yeah, hell yeah. Some actual comedians in here, all right? <laughs> if you don't like wrestling, then you're like me and you can't get this $5 in the fucking jar. <laughs> it's probably because my fists are too fucked up from fucking clobbering people. All right. Um, I know how older generations are harsh on my own generation, and I understand, okay? You know why? Because no one butt chugs anymore. We were gonna be the generation that made a difference. We were gonna shove everything up our asses. When's the last time you butt chugged a four loco? Yeah, I rest my case, pussies. Dude, I was talking to my mom about butt chugging. Like I was giving her the real lowdown. I was like, look, mom, you just gotta, you gotta arc it. You got to arc it, mom. I was just trying to explain to her. Because, like, it's all about being frugal, right? Because, like, if I'm just going to get drunk regularly, it takes a lot of money now. Because I've been an alcoholic for, like, 10 plus years. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to need a new trick. And uh, when I got done explaining, she's like, well, I still have absolutely no respect for you. <laughs> But it's a lot better than your brother talking about pussy chugging. And I was like, Mom, that's fucked up, okay? He's not my brother anymore. And he paid a lot of money for that pussy, okay? And it's 2019. We can't make transgender jokes anymore, okay? So give her some respect. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, I, was, I talked to a friend I hadn't seen in a long time. And uh, I was reminiscing, and I was like, oh, man, you remember that camping trip when we were all butt-chugging together? And he was like, you were literally the only one that butt-chugged? I don't know what your fucking memory is like, but you ruined that camping trip for everybody else. No one even wanted you to go? You just invited yourself. You ruined that whole fucking weekend. Who else takes acid and is trying to encourage other people to fucking put liquid up their ass? I was like, well, whatever. Fuck you, dude. So I may have a drinking problem. Just slightly. Like, I didn't realize that, like, 
Like, there's a lot of ridiculous shit that I did, but like, probably it. I kind of realized it when I was day drinking at Dave and Buster's. Um, but like, I thought I had a reason to be day drinking at Dave and Buster's because like, I ate sixty three shrimp at Red and Lobster that day. Okay, like for endless shrimp. And like, if you think your life is bad, I just mentioned two chain restaurants. In one joke, okay, and only one of them has skee ball. <laughs> and I only attempted to play skee ball at Red and Lobster, okay? So, fuck, dude. Yeah, I know. I like blacked out and then I came to, and like I was like helping out with this like road construction crew by my house. And like, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? You need to get the fuck out of here. You don't even work here. You're not even getting paid for this. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, really? Well, what the fuck are these? And I pulled out all the tickets from Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we finished up the job, though, you know? And I was like, all right, guys, another round, another round. Let's do it for the homies. And I brought out that, like, multi-beer beer bong for all of our assholes. <laughs> all right. Thank you, folks. That's all I got. is the correlation between people who like professional wrestling and people who do all of the rest of those things <laughs> I think I think he's I think he's the only I think he's I think he's the only person in both of those categories right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen make it loud for Aaron Lewis again Your next comedian coming to the stage. I always remember his last name. Today, I remember his first name. Make it nice and loud for Cody Abe. What's up, guys? How you doing today? It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah. Woo. Or as I like to call it, every day because I am unemployed. Uh, yeah, that's a good one, huh? Um... So, uh, shout out to uh, single mothers, right? Single mothers, make the world go round. Uh, do, like, it's a, such a thankless job, right? They can do everything for the kid, except, uh, like, one thing, I think. Uh, one thing, and that would be uh, play good cop, bad cop. Yeah, uh, so it's like, you know, uh, you got the two parents, right? You can play good cop, bad cop. You uh, chew the kid out, and then the next parent goes ahead and takes them for ice cream. Uh, I didn't have that. All I did was get beat. Um, not that, That's not really true. I didn't really get beat as a kid uh, because I really didn't have a father to beat me. Um, I, I grew up with a single mother, yeah, um, which is why I mentioned that. Uh, but the, the thing is, like, I, that kind of fucked me up, you know? Like, people don't get beat, and I didn't get beat either. Uh, I didn't get beat relentlessly at all. Uh, I, I guess all I'm saying is that I just wanted to play chess with somebody and, you know, not my little sister who I, who I beat relentlessly. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, like win, by the way. Sorry, I guess uh, that didn't come across the first time. Um, anyway, so growing up, 
uh, I grew up in uh, Hawaii. Anybody been to Hawaii? Yeah, it's a great place, right? Paradise, paradise. Um, yeah, what, what? You got the beautiful beaches. You got nice people, and uh, you know you got great weather. Uh, too bad I hate all those things. Uh, can't stand that. Um, can't stand any of it. I'll explain to you why. Okay, beautiful beaches, right? You go to the beach every day, it's so accessible, but it just turns into like a long-term relationship, you know? It turns into something where, you, like, so you're in a long-term relationship, right? What's the, what's the really, really, what's the end goal of that? You want to get married, right? That's the end goal of a long-term relationship. But uh, I didn't, for, for a beach, does any, would anybody like to take a guess on what the uh, end goal of that is? Uh, that's skin cancer. Um, skin cancer, yeah, that's, that's why I, I stopped going. Uh, um, and so on those beaches, you got a lot of nice people. You walk by people, you know, uh, but too bad I have a uh, pretty bad social anxiety. So I would, uh, do the classic thing. You know, I would see somebody walking. I'd be like, oh shit. I'd put my head down, walk as fast as I could past them, but I'm on a beach, right? There's sand. And what do I do when I walk fast? I fucking kick shit behind me and I accidentally, uh, hit people in the back with sand. And guess what? Now, I don't have social anxiety. I'm a dick. Uh, yeah. And, uh, well, you're, at, you're probably asking me, asking yourself right now, hey, what about great weather? You know, how can you hate great weather? Do you hate great, do you hate great weather? Yes. You do? Yeah, uh, I do too. <laughs> and uh, that really wasn't going the way that I thought it would. <laughs> I guess we're, I guess it's the, the wrong demographic to ask that shit, huh? Uh, so, well, because to me, with great weather comes great. Now I have one less reason to cancel. Uh, <laughs> uh, it also means great. Uh, great weather also means uh, a greater chance of uh, melanoma. And uh, that is my, uh, what, the, what are those called? PSA for skin cancer everybody um and so you know growing up in hawaii this is a pretty diverse place you know took me a while to actually realize that i was a minority um it it was only until i went to college and i uh i got a girlfriend and and uh you know the the moment uh, and, and you know there's there's always a moment that, like people people don't answer their phones sometimes, right? People don't answer their phones. Uh, and that's a thing that happens. So it, we were probably going out for like a, one or two months maybe. And then uh, one day she just didn't answer her phone. And instead of thinking, oh no, something might have happened to her, I was immediately, the thought that immediately hit my mind was, shit, what was I doing earlier today? I was like, actually, I, I, I searched for an alibi instantly. And uh, that that really just uh i i'm working on that one and i don't know where that one's going <laughs> kind of just yeah okay that's my time thank you you guys want to try the clapping thing again yeah no, that that's not the that's not the same the aaron you weren't you weren't it's different it's different okay okay ready Uh, 
I like it. I, I, you didn't try it after we were going. He's just like, no, screw that. That is too complicated. Which is fair. That is way too complicated for a thing. Hey, Kaiser, what if you what if you did the clapping and then you pointed at people and made them clap twice? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you try that? Okay, okay. We're gonna we're just we're workshopping some stuff here, guys. It's it, no. This is this is why we do this. All right, ready, ready. Cole's ready. These two are not. They are not paying attention. Everybody, boo them now. Boo. <laughs> okay. That is way better. Thank you, Pam. Holy shit. She's been doing this a while. Give it up for Pam, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have never seen this next guy before in my life, but I'm sure he's about to blow your mind because he has a tripod, and that means he's been doing this for at least two days. Ladies and gentlemen, make it nice and loud for Dylan Collins. <laughs> Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm uh, all the way from Chico, California. You know what, let's do this right. I'm gonna put money in the fucking jar. Yes. We'll get the next guy, he can figure it out. So do you guys ever, uh, you guys watch porn? Yeah. Do you ever see porn that's so gross you don't know it's grosser? The video itself or the fact it made you come at the end? That's what I want my stand-up to be like. You gotta wipe it off your chest, clear your browser history. Hopefully you're not a teacher. You guys work shitty jobs? Depends who you ask. Um, I work a shitty job, man. I hate when people come to my job and they try to swipe their credit card to pay for something and it doesn't work. And they say something cute like, oh, does that mean it's free? No, that means you're too broke to afford McDonald's, stupid. Fucking idiot. Well, it's an EBT card. Don't you guys accept food stamps? Like I said, it's McDonald's. We don't sell food here. It's a consumable at best. People have the worst requests. They're like, can I get my fries with no salt? Like, you're trying to watch your sodium at McDonald's right now? You could have gone anywhere else. Like, don't go to the Nike store and be like, do you have these ones size 12 without the child labor? Could I get a diet Dr. Pepper because I'm a diabetic? Maybe you should have a water. Are you trying to make me an accomplice to this murder right now? Like Michael Jackson's doctor? Just keep fucking piling it on. Just give the customers what they want. I was driving to work there at six in the morning, pouring rain and my windshield wipers weren't working. Super dangerous. But McDonald's is like the only job in the world where it's fine because you don't give a fuck if you die or not. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to clock in. I'm going to be late. You're suspended. I'm like, great. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know statistically how many people die each year from eating McDonald's? Not nearly enough because they keep coming in, man. I'm trying to finish them off putting extra pumps of liquid sugar in the sweet teas. Like a nurse in a nursing home with the morphine. <laughs> this is a cool room though. I, I did not expect uh, it to be so intimate and shit. Like in Chico, they got these huge rooms and nobody shows up. <laughs> I'm like talking to fucking air. It's okay though. 
This is the video, guys, that's going to get me booked on some fucking shows. I already know it. <laughs> I got to pose for the camera a little bit. <laughs> I love doing stand-up, though. It's fun. Um, it's kind of funny I picked doing something that, like, even my rapper friends don't believe in me. <laughs> They're like, that shit's never going to work out. <laughs> By the way, you should check out my SoundCloud mixtape. <laughs> Man, I drove way too fucking far for this. <laughs> Only reason I came. No, that's not true. I, um, I got one of those texts you get that terrifies you after a hookup. Said, there's something really important I need to tell you. Please don't be mad. <laughs> Do you guys know how I'd be a terrible father? First thing that came to mind is, man, that's gonna really fuck up my comedy career. How am I gonna drive down to San Francisco for this? Anyway, I'd keep doing it. But uh, you have to, like, I got a text from her later. She's like, oh, I'm not pregnant. I have chlamydia. You should probably go get tested. I'm like, yeah, I probably should, huh? <laughs> like, I went, I had to go to Planned Parenthood. I don't know if you've been there. I don't know if you've been there, but uh, they slide a piece of paper across. They try to keep it discreet. And I'm like, all proud. I'm like, no, nah, I got some pussy. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but uh, it's dirty. And I'm like, ah, it never stopped me before. <laughs> They're like, okay, well, what about your sexual history? Is it men, women, transgenders? I'm like, lady, where's that piece of paper? Can we keep it down? <laughs> All right, everybody, that was my closer. Have a great night. Thank you for having me. I liked almost all of your jokes. I think that you're a very funny man, and I hope that you come back to many San Francisco venues. People will train you which jokes you're supposed to tell. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for Dylan, guys. Your next comedian is part of the problem. She, uh, Did you see how many people were on the BART when I was trying to get here, and I was worried that I was going to be late? It's because of the Giants, and she has a Giants hat, and so I hate her. Make it nice and loud for Victoria Solizano. I have to admit, I just got it so that I look like a San Franciscan. I have never been to a game. <laughs> uh, anyone out there do yoga? Yeah, some yoga people. I was doing yoga the other day, and then all of a sudden the guy next to me farted really loud. <sighs> so then it smells like shit. So then I'm like, hey, buddy, can you cut it out? And he's like, hey, lady, can you get out of the men's bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, doing some outreach at this homeless center in Palo Alto recently. Um, so I go in and I help sort out some of the clothing and then they go and give it out to the homeless people. Um, so what I've been doing really recently is saving up my change throughout the week and then I pick one pair of socks and then I put the change in it so that some lucky guy gets that picked out and then he has a leg up for the bum fights that I run afterwards. <laughs> I really hate people who litter. Every time I'm walking around downtown and I see somebody throw some trash on the ground, I'm like, hey, cut that out. Don't you know later today someone's going to have to shit there? <laughs> yeah, thanks. 
Um, my friend Jessica recently let me know that her grandmother has been put into hospice. Um, so in case anyone doesn't know what that is, uh, that's when you're dying and then they give you a bunch of morphine at the end of your life to, to help you be comfortable. So she calls me and she's like, Victoria, I don't know what to do. I'm so upset. And I'm like, Jessica, don't worry about it. She's going to be dead long before she becomes addicted. <laughs> um, on YouTube, it's mostly just cat videos and these beauty gurus. But recently, there's been an uptick in these different channels like uh, Seven Awesome Girls. And these are just thinly veiled child pornography. <laughs> So it's like them filming kids doing otherwise innocuous tasks, but it filmed in such a way that a pedophile is going to enjoy it. And it's awful. Um, they have recently been reporting on it on these different news channels and actually Tosh.0, but anybody can report. Um, so if you see something, say something. Uh, you can email me directly. In fact, uh, I haven't been able to find an alternative since they got rid of guys slurping stuff. Um, on. Uh, the only people who get to the end of the bus line and then get back on the same bus are bus drivers, homeless people, and people with unhealthy obsessions with bus drivers. At the least, that's what Lance says. He's the cutest guy on the 47 route. Mm. <laughs> Um, the host tonight has been really wonderful, but at a lot of open mics, yes, applause, please. Great job. But at a lot of these open mics, they like to introduce female comedians as comedians. I hate that. It's not like a postman where it's already a gendered profession, you know. And if you absolutely have to, we prefer cunts with jokes. <laughs> My uh, boyfriend has been learning Chinese for the past couple of years, and recently he surprised me with a two-week trip to China. Um, so I asked him, hey, baby, you don't want to just go there and pick up a new Chinese girlfriend, right? And he's like, no, no, no. When you go over there, they have these different markets, and they like to haggle on the price. And so I really just want to make sure I get a good price when I sell you into slavery. <laughs> Um, so I grew up as an only child, um, and I used to always ask my parents, I want a sibling, I want a sibling, and then they finally give me a baby brother, but I guess actions speak louder than words. I need to work on that one. All right, that's all I'll do tonight. Thank you. I'm gonna start referring to you guys as comedioids. Not just not just women, not just just everybody. You are not comedians. You have not yet earned that title. You earn that title when you are at a place that I am not introducing you ever again. <laughs> so and you never get to hear comedian come out of my mouth. Uh, that was stupid. Make it nice and loud for Victoria, guys. She's great. I cannot say enough nice things about this man and the time allotted to me, so I will not. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to make it nice and loud for Cole Chapman. Look at this pile of singles here. You dropped off like a wad of cash. That's amazing. We got we to gotta get a bigger hole, Pam. 
That's what we need. All right. Um, if I had a nickel. If I hey hey there we go. Gotcha. Pass to assist, baby. That was. <laughs> That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. That's a one-timer. That's a comedy one-timer. Hockey ref, hockey fans, no, just baseball? All right. Opening day, not a good time to make a hockey joke, right? Maybe. <laughs> like everyone here is all onto baseball. Um, <laughs> how did you make me root for your mom's abuse of you? <laughs> am I crazy? <laughs> You're like, I didn't get beat by my mom that hard, am I right? I'm like, man, your mom totally beat the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> Dude, she's a fucking strong woman, dude. She's a single mom. She kicked the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't know your experience, but thought that was funny. All right. Um, also, no salt. Uh, I realize that that is because uh, if you say no salt, you got to remake the whole thing. Really? Well, then, fuck, what are people doing with this no-salt bullshit? See, I got told that that was the only way, because maybe there was one manager one time who was like, nah, dog. <laughs> Can you do it fresh? Stale only, bitch. It's like, shit, dude, this is the worst manager ever. <laughs> Customer's wrong, bitch. It's stale. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you were talking about getting off and on a bus and how that's only pertaining to your crush. And I disagree. I actually recently uh, got off and on a bus because I uh, had one of those pre-roll joints. Have you ever had one of those? You're laughing like you know. It's not a good... <laughs> the oh, okay. Well, yes, yes. Well, if you're... if you're, uh, Anybody here smoke one of those pre-roll joints before? <laughs> yeah! I had a fucking slow clap get bigger. Yeah! Pre-roll joints! <laughs> Everybody marches out of here. We don't know what we're clapping about anymore. <laughs> Pre-roll joints. Pre-roll like down to the mission. Wait, wait what the fuck? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I smoke one of those pre-roll joints. They are scary versions of weed. They're, they disguise themselves as like the entry level. It's not. I think it's like, yeah. I, I think like they some like Republican paid someone else a buttload of money just to make sure that pre-roll joints, the entry level to weed is the worst experience of your life. I don't know what it is. It's like Jeff Sessions' version of weed. It's terrible. This is like what he scares his children with. You know, he's like, hey, you'll smoke it once and your life goes to hell. You're like, ah! Like, it's terrible. <laughs> Tell you how bad it was. So I smoked one of these and I uh, got on the bus um, and then I immediately, I, I was leaving a concert having just gone to the bathroom because I think I had to take the bus home. Smoke one. Get on the bus, immediately have to pee. But I don't actually have to pee. That's just the fucking Jeff Sessions in you. You're suddenly, you gotta pee all the time. You don't know what's going on. So I'm on this bus for like five minutes. I got 25 minutes left to go. And I'm just like, dude, I can't do this. I gotta hop off the bus. I, I succumb, I hop off the bus. And I feel like an idiot. I wait 40 minutes for the next bus. <laughs> Here's the fucking worst part about it. I didn't even pee. <laughs> I just sat there like, well, <laughs> I would have peed 30 minutes earlier and I just got on the, stayed on the bus. Uh, <laughs> here's how bad it really is. I smoked one of those pre-roll joints once uh, and I became a stand-up comedian. Do you understand how this, it ruins lives, people? This is <laughs> my PSA. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, speaking of drugs, I recently uh, did acid for the first time. Has anybody here done acid? Yeah, fun, fun stuff. I thought uh, it was going to be a really good time. I had I had an all right time, but the problem was is I did it with like an acid veteran, you know, like this dude has done acid 457 times, you know, he's seen it all, right? And I'm trying to blow his mind and realizing that everything I throw at him is just bush league bullshit. Heard it before, <laughs> heard it before, you know what I mean? 
It's very hard to blow someone's mind who's been through every conceivable dimensional door. You know what I mean? It's very difficult. So I'm sitting here trying to, I'm like throwing all this stuff at him, right? Trying to open his mind. I was like, hey, dude, did you realize that all of humanity operates on one frequency? And that frequency is, he's like, it's love. I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's love. The frequency is love. We all operate. Yeah, I've done acid, dude. What do you think? What do you think this is? You think I've never come to this conclusion ever in my trips through doors of space and time? You don't think I've ever? I was like, okay, how about this? Did you realize that time itself is just multiple waves of reality folding in on themselves forever? Yeah, <laughs> I've done acid, dude. <laughs> I don't know what, and then like another friend came up to me. He was like, hey, bro, I don't mean to put you on the spot because your face is melting off right now, but uh, you kind of look like a dick right now. So if you could like come up with something cool, that'd be dope. I'm like, all right, here we go. And I thought about it and I was like, okay, Guys, did you realize that the key to happiness and success in your life is uh, corporate infrastructure? And they're like, what? And everyone's heads exploded, and they were just like, kill him! Uh, and anyways, I was kicked out. Uh, that's my time. Go to for Kaiser, everybody. Keep it going for Cole Chapman. Your next comedian is wearing a shirt that has a cryptocurrency on it. That made me Google cryptocurrencies just now. And for some reason, they are all up like 20% over the last week. I really want to know why, but I don't have time to talk about it. Make it nice and loud for Caleb Gates! Alright, thanks everybody. Who's single here? Can we give a hand for the single people? Right? I see you didn't raise your hand. Are you also an identical twin? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So I'm an identical twin. I tell people at my show, and I had this pregnant mother come up to me after, and she like, looked really concerned. She's like, is that genetic? It's like, yeah, it is. She said, is it curable? And the answer is no, it's not. I've tried a few times with my brother. Um, it's never really worked out. All right, I got this, uh, sorry. Oh yeah, so I don't like to tell people I'm an identical twin because as soon as they find out, they start to treat you differently. So perfect example, my brother's dating this girl, she finds out he's an identical twin, and then I have to stop sleeping with her. <laughs> um, so I've been going to the bar recently because my brother got broken up with, so I take him with me. He's standing over there and this, this girl walks up to me and she's like, hey, I noticed you're an identical twin. Are you into twin stuff? And I'm like, you mean like telepathy? She's like, no, 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 I mean like sexually. And I was like, hold on, I'll ask. <laughs> but seriously, as a twin, you're, you're compared a lot, like all the time. You've got your taller twin, your uh, smarter twin, you've even got the better looking twin because you people are cruel. So I started stand-up because I want to be the funny twin. I don't want to leave my brother any opportunities to excel. Um, but to say we're compared a lot is an understatement. The other day I was walking down the sidewalk with my brother and this guy stops us. He's like, hold on, don't move. I've seen this puzzle before. All right, same nose, same chin, same ears. How many? I'm like, the fuck, how many what? How many differences am I looking for? And it's like... <laughs> And I'm like, dude, uh, you do you. So he says, I got it. You have a unibrow, you have a unibrow. But you shave yours and you pluck yours. And the weirdest thing, the people walking by on the sidewalk were like, 
yeah, dude, I can totally see that. Thank you for pointing that out. That was super helpful. He walks off. My brother looks at me. What a loser. He missed three differences. Your rash, my snaggle tooth, that mole. What an idiot. Um, so being, being a twin is fun, but it's not all fun and games. It's, it's not all playing with myself. I picked up some trauma along the way because I spent nine months of my childhood encased in orange jello with a strange man behind me breathing amniotic fluid on my neck, giving me a little reach around. I spent those nine months kicking, trying to get out, uh, scared for my life before my life even began, according to most Democrats. But uh, <laughs> those cries for help, they fell on deaf ears. My mother was like, oh, they're having so much fun in there, those guys, they're just playing around. But I just wanted to get out. Since when I was kicking something, ever been a sign of endearment? It's like you're walking through the park, you see a yappy dog, give it a little kick. The, the officer's like, dude, why'd you kick that dog? And you're like, I love that dog. You ever come home from a Giants game and uh, you're like super excited, your team won, you just run up to your house, kick it. Your neighbor's like, dude, everything okay? You're like, ah, I just love my house. Um, so because I was trapped in the womb, I'm afraid of small places, but also I'm afraid of strangers because he, he was a stranger to me. So I decided to go to the one place where I'd have to face both fears at the same time, and that's Uberpool. How many of you take Uberpool? Anyone? You guys are weird fucks. And that's why we get along. I did have one scare, though. I hopped into an Uber pool, slid in, turned to the woman next to me, and was like, hey, how's it going? It's great to meet you. And she just looked at me, and she's like, I don't talk to strangers. Here's my phone number. Text me. I was like, that's weird. All right. So I put her in my phone. I was like, hey, how's it going? Shot her, how's it going? Shot her a text. And she ghosted me. I spent 15 minutes sitting next to a ghost. That's all right. We got up to about 65 on the highway, reached across her lap, opened her door, pushed her out, and I ghosted her too. <laughs> all right, that's all my time. That's all I got. Caleb is a very funny man, and I am glad that I got to see him. Clap for him again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your next comedioid has been to several of the things that I have been at. I have laughed at many of his jokes in the past, and I hope to do so again tonight. Make it nice and loud for Starler Burns. <laughs> What's up, people? Is that? You can hear me, right? This is on? Yeah. Sorry that I ruined that one guy's set. I wasn't trying to, but you know, when it comes to the good weather, my car's air conditioning is broken. So if it's nice out, I'm getting broiled. I'm not into it. It's a bad look. It's a bad feeling. You know, last night I was watching that show Shark Tank after accidentally drinking a bottle of NyQuil, and it got me thinking. All that money that they're throwing around on that show, it should actually belong to me. So I came up with a few billion dollar ideas and I'm gonna share them with y'all. Sound good? Yeah. yeah! Think you're gonna be so impressed that you'll empty out your wallets unless you want your heads caved in. So picture this, and actually picture it. Like, uh, close your eyes if you need to. A windowsill fan to blow away those damn cats trying to steal your cooling pies. 
These cats are a goddamn menace, people. Haven't eaten an appropriately temperatured pie in months. Well, if you loved that idea, you're still gonna wanna screw this next one behind its back. So, a registry for people who are not sex offenders. Yeah, like I'm pretty shy. I would like a court-mandated reason to meet my neighbors. Just walk up to their door and, hi, my name is Starler Burns, and I'm not a sex offender. I noticed there's a playground across the street, and that's a-okay. We could go out on a picnic. There's no law. The world is our oyster, because we're not sex offenders. All right, well, if those two ideas weren't singing for you, here's the singer. Here's the one that's going to make a lot of money. Finally, dogs for women. I don't think I got to fill in the blanks. It's a totally untapped market. Come talk to me after the show. I'll be coming around with a sack, and you can throw your seed capital in it. Uh, so I was talking to my roommate, who's an asshole, and he said that Meryl Streep isn't a MILF anymore. So I said, Jesus, Jeffrey, that's horrible. Well, I'm not really into 70-year-olds. So of course I said, oh, I thought you meant she stopped being a MILF the other way you stopped being a MILF. Which is when your children, uh, die. <laughs> Always a bummer. On the bright side, you can take solace in the fact that people do still want to have sex with you. You dropped the M, but you kept the ILF. That's got to count for something. I feel like most of us are trying to be some sort of noun ILF for somebody. Why do you think I took up fly fishing? Trying to be this country girl's filth. Wait, it's fly fisher one or two words. Filth. Man. I feel like this isn't coming out as empowering to women as I'd hoped. There's also probably one kid in the audience who has no idea what a MILF is. So for future reference, a MILF is a mother in the Lord's fellowship. We got a lot of respect here at Mutiny for women who raise their children with Christ in their heart. Isn't that right? You can clap for that. Or don't. Actually, I prefer you didn't. Get out of here. Uh, let's try some one-liners. I've been trying to work on my one-liners. Let's see here. My mama didn't teach me much, but she sure as sugar taught me to treat all men as potential rapists. You know what? That's the only one I got. It's true, though. I'll teach that to my children, and I taught that to my dog already. Ah, uh, I think I still have 90 seconds. That's a full minute. Okay, y'all know what furries are? We gotta make this quick. Actually, buzz off if you don't know what furries are. Come on, this is San Francisco in 2019. What kind of deviant weirdo doesn't know what a furry is? So I was talking to a friend of mine who's a furry, and he told me that there are people whose furry personas, or if you're in the game, personas, whose personas are insects. Bugs, which I found incredibly interesting because if furries were real and we were all animal people, like I was a possum and Kaiser was, I don't know, a blonde koala bear, and there were also insect people, I would be racist to the insect people. I mean, they're bugs. Ew. Gross. And you know, I might try to hide it, 
when in public, like, oh, I don't see species. One of my best friends is a cricket, but at home, you know, just be, no daughter of mine is gonna be marrying a goddamn grasshopper. You're dead to me, Princess Lillian Foxfire. Be a whole thing. Have to mail the government letter bombs and shit. Okay, I think I went a little over, sorry. Keep it going for Starlet Birds, guys. Someday I'm gonna come up with a pun on his name. Involves burns ink burning being a good thing. He burns with the hot fire of his good comedy jokes. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Keep it going for Starler. Your next comedian, ladies and gentlemen. What? Your next comedian, ladies, gentlemen, and oids. Uh, she's very funny. She runs a thing here that I'm not quite sure what it is, but I'm sure she could tell you about it if you are interested. Make it nice and loud for Regina Fletcher. Thank you. I can't tell you guys how much I love open mics hosted by Kaiser. He's always saying these really flattering things about me. Um, and, and I guess, I, I don't know if that's like permission for me to promote an event that's not comedy. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like relationships, which, I mean, hello, comedy. Um, but um, yeah, I, I seriously love the way Kaiser has this very like, equitable, efficient way of hosting open mics. I feel like I, I feel like I'm in a Kaiser hospital. It's like, you know, you're just in and out in like five minutes. You gotta really like get your problems out in a limited period of time. And you know, at the end it's like four and a half minutes, like, wait, I didn't get to my punchline about my pancreas. And they're like, out, out. Time to like self-medicate with pharmaceuticals. Um, so yes, I, I love the way you host these mics. Um, which is good because un unlike Starler, I don't have these like clean, crisp one-liners. Oh man, I have like really long concepts a lot of people don't understand, so it's okay, bear with me. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we have to, we have to face that um, white supremacy is a major problem in this nation. It is, it is growing, it is spreading, and it brings up all these questions like, where did it come from? What do we do about it? What does this mean? You know, hot tub time machine questions. Um, and so I, I for one, uh, I am looking, you know, kind of like as Mr. Rogers says, I am looking to the helpers, who are the helper, helping people. The, um, the people from the city, sort of like uh, reverse white savior complex, you know, the people uh, from the liberal cities going to the core of the country, trying to help out. I'm talking, of course, about queer eye for the straight guy. <laughs> Um, but clearly the Fab Four, or is it Fab Five? Oh man, I'm outing myself as a person who didn't watch this TV show. Um, uh, they, they can't do it all. We need to find a, a much older source of moral authority to help us out for the masses of people that are confused and misdirected. Another organization that also starts with a Q, the Quakers. Yeah, the religious oat guys I'm talking about. I'm not talking about earthquakes, you know? They're kind of on the, those are on the supply side of disasters. Quakers have been like helping out for ages. You know, Quakers went into Black Lives Matter in the 80s, 1680s. Yeah, that's right. First anti-slavery conference, you know, 1688. Yeah, Quakers did not wait for bougie coffee shops to start, you know, offering oat milk lattes. No, they were doing their oat milk back in the day. 
and they have been rocking their wide-brim black hats centuries before Beyonce did. <laughs> and if you didn't get that joke, I guess you're paying attention to a different body part of Beyonce. <laughs> Fine. But anyway, uh, so I, I hope you guys will join for my uh, TV show, uh, Quaker Eye, for the straight white guy. <laughs> um, you might have sort of guessed I'm a little bit of a social justice warrior. And, oh, thank you for that woo. I'm also kind of woo-woo. I was telling my friend I, I, I started wearing a crystal necklace, not because I believe in it, but because I want to let people know that I'm a hippie. She's like, I don't think you have to have like extra accessories for that. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, and, and so by social justice warrior, I mean I am really leveraging some of the last remaining institutions we have in this democracy that still work to bring about justice. I write Yelp reviews. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm actually pretty prolific. Uh, I, uh, I was invited, this is cool, I'm, I'm on the inside now. I was invited to join the Illuminati. Yeah, through my Instagram account. Yeah, so um, the Illuminati on Instagram, uh, nice alliteration there. Uh, they're, they're not the only online justice group I am part of. I am part of the people who write one and two star reviews for exotic dance companies in the state of Nevada. <laughs> Um, and I'd like to share one with you, which was not written by me, although of course I know about this because I wrote one. Um, and, and, and so here's how it goes. Zero stars. Do not hire this exotic dancer company unless you want them to send a man to your house who's pot-bellied, pot-smelling, who can't even dance, and won't put his backpack down during the private show, because as he told my friend, he had a gun in it. I'm like, listen, lady, there are certain counties in Nevada where you're going to be, have to be way more specific when you ask for the gun show. <laughs> Thanks, you can follow me on Regina Monologues if you don't get it. My name's Rhymes with Vagina. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian is a very funny man. He came outside with me and did comedy on the Embarcadero one time, and for that he will always have a special place in my heart. Make it nice and loud for Bryce Drusen.
That's going to make for a really confusing part of this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God, make it, make it nice and loud for Bryce. Jesus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I was worried because your next comedian was over there and now he's not over there and I couldn't find him for a second. I was like, well, I'm going to look like an idiot again because I don't remember who's the person after him, but he's totally still here. Make it nice and loud for Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Cool. That was lovely, Bryce. I was just talking about silent comedy, and you just made my dream come true. I also starting to think we live in a simulation now. Is anything real? Are you real, Rojo? Are you real, Kaiser? You look like the doctor that gave birth to me. I mean, was there when I was born. I don't dream about Kaiser. Um. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Recently, someone was talking about joining the Illuminati. I kind of get it now. Ever since I started hanging out with the 1%, I'm totally for it. Let's get all these immigrants out of here, man. <laughs> like, really, it's pretty awesome. Like, my new favorite pastime is watching white people overdose. Uh, <laughs> in penthouse suites. It's pretty fun, dude. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Um... Uh, recently, a rapper died. His name was Nipsey Hussle. Um, honestly, it's messed up because he was uh, trying. He was at his store because he was going to buy his homie who just came out of jail uh, clothes for his job interview. And how bad was that job interview went? Because he like. <laughs> Like, was his clothes really bad? He's like, oh, this, this tie doesn't match. Bam, bam. Um, well, that's bad. I'm sorry. Uh, recently, uh, I went to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Vegas. Uh, what I learned about Vegas 
is uh, Vegas is basically where you go if you just like stop caring, you know? Like you're like, man, fuck a mortgage and having kids. Let's just go to Vegas and get prostitutes and gamble our life pension. Um, hmm, we don't want to do. You guys, you guys ever masturbated in a haunted house before? <laughs> Let me explain myself. So I was 15 years old, jerking off in the same house that my grandma died in. Probably jerking off in the same room. I'm not really sure. I was butt naked with my dick in my hand jerking off to a Maxim magazine. And then out of nowhere, I see the ghost of my dead grandma off in the distance. And like Scooby-Doo, I come a little bit like, Err! but that's out of fear. You ever came out of fear? <laughs> like like a crying cum tear came out of your penis? Like your dick looked like the crying emoji face on your iPhone? And the messed up thing about it, it wasn't even my dead grandma's ghost who caught me jerking off. It was actually my live grandma from my dad's side who caught me jerking off. And then she was like, and started spanking me and whipping me for the BDSM slave minute. I don't know how many weird fetishes developed that night. But now I like to go to the Folsom Street Fair. You guys go to the Folsom Street Fair? Uh, that's jokes weird to do now since my grandma's dead. Uh, she died 2017, I think. 2017? I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, she died, and one of the last things she did was she voted for Trump before she died. <laughs> and then I was like, dang, she was like on, on her dying uh, bed. She was like, my grandma, why did you vote for Trump? Don't you know he's going to take away your health care? And then she was like, yes, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, <laughs> you're a huge disappointment. You're not that funny. I'm trying to go away. Um, and I was like, yeah, cool, Grandma. Um, now she haunts me. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys ever? What's, uh, uh, how do you guys feel about school shooters? I know I should be making jokes about school shooters since I look like America's Next Top School Shooter. But do you guys ever think, right, these kids get bullied so much, they end up shooting up the school? But has anyone ever thought about bullying them while they're shooting up the school? You know, like Billy throws a pipe bomb down the hallway and you yell, hey Billy, you still throw like a girl. <laughs> or you're like hiding behind a classroom door and he shoots a hole through it and you're like, look Billy, that's a glory hole your mom sucks dick through. Also, you look fat in a trench coat, and you're you're going to die a virgin. All right, you guys, have a good night. We are going to keep this thing rolling, ladies and gentlemen. Clap again for Ernest. Stop clapping for Ernest. Clap for Maria. Thank you. And you, you did not even attempt my last name. It's just fine. I kind of respect that. You just know you're going to mess it up. I'm Maria Deplutis. I cover the mic. I am a germaphobe. Um, do you guys have questions? No? Great. Let's move on. So, um, okay. Question for you guys. When I went to the bathroom earlier, could you guys hear me farting? Because one time I was sitting by it and I totally could hear a guy pee, but then I just had to fart. So I was like, all right, whatever. 
it's definitely a bathroom right in the middle of a room full of people. There's no joke there. It just was awkward. I liked your stuff. It was kind of dark. Were you saying that you were trying to kill your brother or your brother was trying to kill you? You both were trying to kill each other actively. Wow. Yeah. That's a tough... Okay, back to me. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Who got you involved in the conversation? <laughs> well, my sister used to try to kill me when I was little. Yeah. Uh, but we're fine now, because once you start with attempted homicide, it's only uphill from there. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to try out new stuff, but my memory just really, really sucks. Well, it's more actually like I never actually try to memorize it because it's like I always say, don't do today what you could put off until you never have to do it. So rather just make things up. And I want to make it, I want to point out I donated money, but I needed change and I had that whole interaction that was kind of awkward with Kai was trying to get him right before he put the loose dollars in there and I tapped him before the money was in, but he waited to finish putting the money in before he turned around. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get credit for giving money. So I'm Greek. My family's from the Greek island of who cares? <laughs> and um this specific island, um, which I'm not going to tell you, I can tell you the name of, but really, who cares? But um, we're known for being stingy. Um, and I guess oh, that part's irrelevant. But anyways, New Year's Eve, I was at a party and I was wearing this dress. It was very flattering. And everyone kept complimenting me on it. And I kept saying, thank you. It was six dollars. I was very proud of myself, but everyone was like, why do you keep like downplaying your dress? I'm like, no, 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 guys. I'm proud of it. It's a $6 dress. You don't get it. I want you to be like, wow, not only do you look great, I am so impressed that you found that in the junior section at Ross. I washed it once and it dissolved, but you know. <laughs> looked great that one night yeah so um do you guys remember that old ross jingle that's like do you love it i love it i got it at ross thank you you guys are my people thank you okay so one time i was wearing this other dress and this woman was like, I love your dress. Or no, she, did, she actually didn't say that. That ruins the joke. Forget I said that. This woman said, nice dress. That's what she said. So then I said, do you love it? Right? Because it was from Ross. And then she said, I like it. <laughs> she did not know that commercial is my guess. That would have been. I just really want that to work in real life sometime is what I'm saying. And I, I remember which of you knew the jingle. So I will wait for enough time to pass and then I'm gonna, gonna sneak that in there. Okay, I wanted to try out new material. I have, I'm guessing, about 30 seconds left. I want a superhero. I want to make a superhero. This, I should have just spent the time on this. I want, I want him to be called Vagina Man. And his, he's a feminist who gives vaginas to like misogynistic people. It's very underdeveloped. The villain is um, a white woman 
uh, she's called the cunt, and she voted for Trump. Uh, I really, I do need to develop that one further. It's because I feel like we need Vagina Man. He's the feminist hero we need, and we need to be aware of the cunt. You know, just out there sabotaging everybody. All right, I'm gonna leave now. Thank you very much, I'm Maria Deplutus. Okay, now real quick here, I want you to boo the following people. Okay, okay, first, first, Mike Evans Jr. Boo, Mike Evans Jr. Second, Vishal Call. Boo, Vishal. When Vishal comes back in here, because he's late, he's running late, he just texted me. When he comes in, I want you guys to boo again for him, okay? It's going to be really funny. I'll start so you don't have to feel awkward. about. Okay, uh, and then uh, Tito Gonzalez, also boo him. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian uh, It was one of the first comics that I saw, and it has been really, really cool to see her grow and get stronger and improve, and she has a really kick-ass new haircut. Make it nice and loud for Sabrina Miller. Damn, Cl- uh, Kaiser, thank you. Uh, you know what? It's been, a, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks for hosting tonight. We really appreciate it. Give it up for Kaiser once more. All right, time to make the donation. I brought a pre-roll here. Yeah. Brought a pre-roll, guys. That's how you do it. Pre-rolls are very welcome at Mutiny Radio. Donate uh, this kind of pre-roll or the other kind of pre-roll to, uh, to Pam. I'm sure she would appreciate that. Just uh, stick that on in there. All right. Let's give it up for pre-rolls, everybody. Yeah. So my name is Sabrina Miller, and my preferred gender pronouns are she, her, and hers. Just want to get that out of the way. Now, my preferred gender insults are cunt and uh, just cunt. Just cunt. And I'll tell you why. Uh, because usually when a guy calls me a cunt, it means I've just won an argument, guys. It's weird. I win a lot of arguments on BART trains. I get into it with crackheads. Now, when a crackhead calls me a cunt, that is just his way of tipping his hat to me. Just, you know, that was a very well-constructed argument, madam. It was very well... That crackhead had a very weird accent. That is a, that's not, it's kind of, uh, he was like an outlier. You know, he was just kind of out there. (laughs) Yeah, so, so I'm transgender. I, for the one person in here who does not know that, I am transgender. (laughs) I am proud, very proud to be transgender. Come on, can I get some applause for that? Living a genuine life, thank you guys. I'm uh, proud to be transgender. Uh, I, well, shit, God damn it. I fucked it up again. I fucked it up again. What I meant to say was, if anyone in here, if that one person has a problem with me being transgender, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, guys. I'm channeling my, any, my inner Bernie Sanders. I mean, uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, you know, they're... they're I know, I know, I know. Two very different Bernies. 
very different, very similar. They both don't give a fuck, or one didn't give a fuck. One is very old and still does not give a fuck. I'm sorry about that. I love you, Bernie. You're awesome. <laughs> I don't care. I'll say whatever the fuck I want to up here. I'll cuss. I'm going to go off brand. You know, librarians swear too. Math tutors swear too. We do. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to say whatever I want to. I've got this terminal condition. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. It's called the human condition. Uh, comedians suffer especially uh, harshly from this condition. I've been told the only cure is more alcohol. So that is it. That is the only cure. You know, that reminds me of a song that I heard years ago. It's a country song, uh, which means Taylor Swift didn't write it. Uh, it's a country song. It's, it's called Live Like You're Dying. Is that, has anybody ever heard that song? You like, you like that song? It's catchy, right? I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went skydiving. Hell yeah. That southern boy was checking everything off the old redneck bucket list, including writing a cliche song. Now, if I was diagnosed with a terminal condition, God forbid, I, I would not go Rocky Mountain climbing. My legs are very weak. I have no upper body strength. I would not do skydiving. I'm afraid of heights. I uh, want to make the most of the rest of my time. You know, just, uh, I'll tell you what I would do. One thing, I would go to a lot of job interviews. I would. It, it's, it sounds weird. It doesn't sound fun, but trust me. A comedian going to job interviews and answering all those questions the way I've always wanted to answer them, the way I've always fantasized about answering those questions. All right. <clears throat> Imagine I'm in an interview, and the interviewer asks, so, uh, Ms. Miller, can you, uh, can you tell me how you handle conflict in the workplace? Why, sir, I'm glad you asked. I handle conflict in the workplace by trying to work from home as much as possible. That's how I resolved conflict in Walmart. That doesn't make any sense. You can't work from home. That's just being fired. <laughs> so Ms. Miller, can you uh, tell me a time uh, when you exceeded expectations? Yeah, moving out of my parents' house before I was 34. Uh, speaking of exceeding expectations, did you not see my cover letter here? Fucking clever use of a semicolons, very clever and appropriate. I, I inserted a haiku. Did you not see that, Steve? That, that haiku was meant just for you. You've been having a long, hard day. I'm transgender. I'm transgender. I'm transgender. Just in case you forgot. Knock, knock. Uh, free will doesn't exist. I thought there'd be some pushback to that. I thought, knock, knock. Dad, it's me. It's your new daughter, Sabrina. It's still me. It's just more of me. Could you please let me in? Could you make eye contact? I didn't have any free will. All right, fine. Be a cunt. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. My name is Sabrina Miller. You guys have been great. Give it up for your fabulous host, Mr. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Lee. What the fuck am I saying? I knew that would happen. Clap for Sabrina again, guys. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make it nice and loud for Warhol Kaufman.
Uh, this legal tender is more than 51% of a $20 bill, but uh, I don't have enough white privilege. So good luck with that. See if you can do something <laughs> with that. Okay. I saw... There it is. I saw an old man walking past a funeral home. Dude, just go in. Just <laughs> fucking. Oh god. I uh, I see all these all these buildings with signs in the doors and windows that say no discrimination here. All people are welcome. All genders. No one turned away. And those doors are always locked. I want to get a little terrier, keep it indoors, and name it 9-11. 9-11 was an inside dog. <laughs> um, everybody loves Beats by Dre, those headphones. I see them all the time. It, I don't like, they're not even accurate. People love them, but they don't even give you accurate sound. They have boosted bass. So if you listen to Nirvana, it's not how Kurt wanted it. Even if you listen to The Chronic, it's not how Dre wanted it when he fucking made The Chronic. So give me an idea. I want to get a whole life by Dre. How does Dre think I should live? Uh, mirror by Dre? What does Dre think I should look like? <laughs> what kind of sandwich by Dre should I eat? The Lazy Susan is a disrespectful piece of furniture. Pass your own butter, Gary. I don't have a dishwasher, I got a drunk Diane. My cousin introduced me to Instagram. He was like, you can follow whatever you want, but I like A-yes, so mine is mostly A-yes. That shit's hilarious. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I laughed when he said it. Oh, my God. Uh, I saw this. I don't know if it was a rape or a kidnap van. Um, it was an all-white van with tinted windows. You couldn't see anything through. And in one of the windows, it said, kids, I shit you not. This is something I saw. It said, kids, and then there was a slash. And in the other window, it said, Jesus loves us. There was no name of a church on the van. There wasn't a phone number. <laughs> you know, I had a punchline for that, but does it need one? <laughs> that was terrifying. Um, so I never said, I've been, mis people misquoted me, I didn't say, I never said white people are stupid. I don't know who's going around saying I said white people are stupid. I never said white people are stupid, so don't quote me. I didn't say white people are stupid, but Europe's not a continent. People be like, Trump is racist, and he's orange. <laughs> Again, that is gold for you, gold. Bars of jokes for you. Um, is it unfair to make fun of Trump considering he's cognitively disabled? So you guys are welcome. I like that light right now, it makes me wanna go home. Just like to my home planet, just follow the light. Oh, all right. Um, you guys are welcome. I figured it out. I solved it. You're welcome. You're welcome, Kaiser. I figured it out. I solved the problem. Everyone's trying to figure out for the 2020 Democratic presidential hopefuls, 
Reparations. Everyone has to figure out what's their take on reparations. It's very hard. No one agrees. I solved the problem. You're fucking welcome. Here you go. Every African descendant of enslavement receives one live nuclear warhead, and we call it even. Okay, so what was supposed to happen was that two or three more comedians were supposed to come in here, but instead they didn't. And you remember how I said that I wasn't going to tell you guys any jokes? Okay. Bernie Mac and cheese. Hang-unders. That's vomiting and headaches before you drink and you feel fine after. <laughs> Office space jam. Pikachu pacabras. <laughs> Instead of breaking up with each other, quitting or getting fired, all romantic partnerships, friendships, and work relationships now end with faking your own death so that nobody feels bad. Uh, country music, but with a posh British accent, and it's about crumpets and lorries and shit. Uh, cronies for me to do capitalism with. <laughs> Mythical creatures stored on the blockchain. Cryptodids. That was for one person, and even he didn't laugh. Uh, baby monitor... Unicurrency. Baby monitor lizards. Uh, sis system of an up... Yeah. Uh, Nipplepotamuses. <laughs> Gainfully employed babies who help out with rent. Lack Roy, a beverage for when Roy isn't there. Nicholas Cage, free eggs. Uh, difficult Mac. It's a craft easy Mac. It's a Bernie Mac cheese. New Yeller. Um, the means of consumption. Uh, I think that's all I wanted to do for you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been a wonderful audience. I appreciate you coming out here tonight. I appreciate you supporting and performing live comedy. I appreciate you giving money to Mutiny Radio. Good night. An old young man. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> I see enter. 
Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Back up on the house. 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't know anything about it, sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes, oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah.